Welcome in. I'm Stephanie. This is 500 Seconds to Joy, and I have my lovely mother-in-law, Sabrina, here. You need to check out her podcast. It's called the Homeschooling Journey Podcast, and she's giving all the practical tips today in our interview, all about what she would have told her younger mom self, especially about homeschooling and mom life in general. You're going to love this episode and learn so much from Sabrina. Let's dive in. Hey, Sabrina. Welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy. I'm happy to have you here. Hi, how are you? Good. I'm excited. We are doing this. We got it figured out. Yeah. We had some technical difficulties, everybody, but we are here and recording. And Sabrina happens to be my wonderful mother-in-law, and she is also a podcaster. She has the Homeschooling Journey podcast, and you've been pod, uh, well, you've been podcasting for how many months now, and homeschooling for how many years? Well, podcasting <laughs> for six months. Yes. I'm a newbie, and then uh, just finished my 28th year of homeschooling. Yes, so I'm really excited. We are going to be whew, diving into some good stuff today, because you have so much wisdom to share with us young moms who are just starting homeschooling. Or maybe we're just starting this parenthood thing. So I'm excited. This is going to be an episode for everyone, homeschooling moms and just all moms. So let's start with a quick introduction about who you are and how many kids you are have and how old they are and um, just a little bit about your journey into homeschooling. Wow. Okay. So um, I have six kids and their ages, I'm amazed to say, are 39 down to 17. Yeah. Six. And so uh, four are married and have their own families now. And then we still have the last two at home. Mm -hmm. And And the cool thing is you adopted those two. I think that's a really cool part of your story, actually. Right. We we adopted uh, the last two when the older kids were ages 10 to 20. So we Mm -hmm. kind of started, started over a bit. Yeah. Yeah. And you, so, and your journey and so, and you've been married almost 40 years. That's another big one. Right. That's huge. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. your journey into homeschooling, you didn't start out homeschooling. I know that because obviously you're my mother-in-law. I know you well, but for those of the the listeners that don't know you, can you just tell them a little bit about how you kind of stumbled into homeschooling and then learned to love it? Yeah, it it was interesting. Our kids, the two oldest, were in school. And so they they were in fifth grade and third grade when we started to seriously think about homeschooling. And it was kind of a, kind of two things happened. One was that several of our good friends had begun homeschooling and were really, you know, really excited about it and telling us about it. And um, really encouraging us to think about it. And I, I remember um, one really nice friend invited us and a couple other families over, and they all talked about their journey in homeschooling. And they all had really different approaches. It was really interesting. And they all had kids that, that were really nice, uh, well-rounded kids. Anyway, it was very intriguing to us. And at the same time, we were also starting to notice some things that were concerning us in the school and um, so those two things together, I think, are what gave us the push to try it for one year. And that's, mm. I thought, okay, I can try it for one year. And if it doesn't go well, we'll just, you know, put the kids back in school. We'll just give it that one year try. 
And so we did that. And then we never looked, we never looked back. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I think it's helpful for people to hear that you didn't just start out homeschooling. Like you did have your kids in school and then you rethought it and kind of weren't sure that first year if you were going to stick with it. Because I think sometimes people could hear, oh, 28 years and oh, you've always loved it. You've always been into it. And you're probably just, you know, so excited and have always been excited. But it sounds like, you know, maybe you were a little reluctant at first and then you probably... I would you say know, I had was, some roadblocks yeah, along I w- the way. I was quite reluctant, actually, because there were so many good things, uh, especially the people at the school and how what nice people they were. And, um, you know, but just the, you know, for example, one of the things that really bothered me a lot was that I would drop the kids at eight in the morning or eight thirty, whatever it was. And then I would pick them up at three thirty three, get home at three thirty, get snacks, and then they would start the homework. And it was, you know, they were having like, these kids were only third and fifth grade, but they were having a couple hours of homework. And I just started to feel like, wait, you know, what is going on for the eight hours at school? Why are they sending them home with all this work? And, you know, we were also trying to do sports and music lessons in the late afternoon, and it started to get really hectic. Mm -hmm. And um, I felt like our family was really starting to suffer over the 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 hours of home homework that the kids were bringing home so that that was just one thing that kind of pushed pushed me to try homeschooling mm-hmm. yeah and so I love that we're going to talk about this so let's just get into it what would you have told your younger homeschooling self so I thought it'd be kind of fun to have you chat with us moms who are probably in the thick of motherhood young motherhood And maybe in the thick of homeschooling little kids, because, you know, obviously hindsight is 2020 and you look back and probably see all the benefits and I'm sure you see the difficulties too, but probably more so the, the joys of homeschooling and how awesome it's been for your family. Um, so what would you have told your younger homeschooling self? Yeah. So when you asked me about this a few weeks ago, I just immediately ideas came to my mind, just overwhelming number of ideas. And, and I think the first thing that popped into my mind was just that it goes so fast. Mm -hmm. And I know that's hard to believe when you're in the major thick of it in the trenches, but it goes fast. (laughs) Kids grow up really fast. And Mm -hmm. um, as I look back now, you know, I'm just, kind of amazed that I've done 28 years of homeschooling and it just really flew by even though there were some long long days the years were short so that that was kind of the first thing that came to my mind it it goes fast mm-hmm. and um, another thing is just that I will I have no doubt that I am, was, have been the best teacher for my kids. And the reason for that is not that I have a bunch of degrees or that I'm so smart. The reason for that is that I just love them so much and I want the best for them. And even the best, best teacher in the world would not love my kids the way I do. And um, I just think that's part of the beauty of homeschooling that you as the mom love your kids more than anyone else in the world and you want them to succeed 
And Mm -hmm. so you're going to, you know, you're just, you're going to give it your all. If you choose to homeschool, you're going to give it your all. And, and I think all moms give it their all, you know, we're being a mom is 24 seven. And um, when you throw homeschooling into that, it just, it's still 24 seven. It's just another element, but yeah, you just, uh, you love your kids more than the best teacher in the world. So you're going to be, you're, you're going to be the best teacher for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you're going to advocate for them. That's, that's a really good point. Advocate for them the way no one else would. Totally. Yeah. And, and also, you know them better than anybody mm-hmm. else. You mm-hmm. know kind of what makes them, what, what inspires them, what makes them stressed, what makes them tick. Um, just little things like that. One of my kids would get very stressed with timed tests. So I just learned that for her, that that was not going to be a good approach. Any When I said something was going to be timed, it's like her brain shut down. So mm. time test wasn't good for her. But some of the other kids did fine with time tests and even got a little competitive about being timed so that they could, you know, be faster than somebody else. But but you just, you know best mm-hmm. what works, what works with your kids. Um Okay, number three, the kids have amazing gifts all on their own that they won't necessarily get from you. And and that's a really comforting thing to know because as their teacher, you tend to think, oh, I got to pour all this knowledge into them. And yep. how, how am I going to do that? Because I'm not really that good at, for example, I'm not that good at science. And as it turned out, I had at least three of my kids that were really big into science and What's amazing is that because they loved it and kind of ran with it, it didn't matter that I wasn't good, good with science. And, you know, like my daughter, who's the nurse, she just wanted to be a nurse since she was five years old. And um, that took a lot of science, biology and anatomy. And she did it. She ran with it. And uh, that was because that was her gift. That was Mm -hmm. her passion. So God puts those gifts in your kids and if they want to do something, they'll do it. And yeah. it's really not like you don't, you as a mom don't have to feel like it's all on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's huge. And you, I don't know if you're going to talk about this, but you had other people outside of your family, like mentors or, you know, places you'd go where they'd get supplemental learning. Right. Absolutely. So, I mean, that's another part of, not feeling like it's all on you, right? It doesn't right. mean like just because you're homeschooling doesn't mean you have to be the sole teacher that, and probably it's not a good idea to be the only one teaching your kids, no, right? No, because no, and and you know that's kind of where something like a co-op will really come into play. Where mm-hmm. you know, like one of my girls is loved photography, and I don't know anything about photography, but through our homeschooling co-op she took a class on photography when she was pretty young. I I don't remember, maybe nine or 10, but Mm -hmm. she just like right away loved it. And then we ended up getting her a good camera. And I remember the teacher, it was just another one of the moms in the group, but, but had been a professional photographer. She came to me and just said, Amy has a real gift. Mm -hmm. And um, that was just so exciting, you know, and, and now Amy runs her own little photography business. Yeah, she does. So again, there's a gift that she did not get from me. Yeah. Yeah. And it's cool because you provided the opportunity 
and the environment, you know, like Mm -hmm. as moms, that's kind of part of our job is just to provide that opportunity because obviously kids can't drive themselves places when they're that young. So it's like you, you brought her there and gave her that opportunity and then she, she ran with it. That's, that's nice to be freed up to not have all that pressure that us moms have to do it all and be it all. Um, Cause that's just not possible. Um, yeah. yeah. Kids are born with their own gifts and inclinations mm-hmm. um, toward something that maybe you're not even interested in. Like you said, science. Um, that's really, yeah, that's freeing, I think to hear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. And you know, I had uh, another boy who just was big on math. Mm-hmm. Two boys that were really big on math, like the hard kind of math. And again, that was just something that they loved and, and they did really well in. Yeah, that's cool. They didn't Anything... get that from me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm not that big in math. <laughs> More of the reading and writing, I know, like yes, you. Right. Yes. Well, anything else you'd tell your homeschooling self before we get into just kind of general mom life? Yeah, looking back, I think I would have told myself to make sure to have more fun. Hmm, And that's that's just because I tend to be kind of a stickler for doing things really well and getting good grades had always been important to me. And um, I just think that, you know, homeschooling is so much more than the academics. It's, of course, the character of your kids and teaching them more important to teach them to be good than to be smart. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. I just think that it's really important to make sure that you plan those fun days in your homeschooling and remember that it's all, it's all learning. I mean, the fun days of going to the zoo or the beach or uh, museums, that's all good learning time. It all adds up and, and the kids benefit from all those things, but make sure that, you put the fun days in there. Otherwise it can become a drudgery. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would have reminded myself to be really watchful of that because mm-hmm. I really stress the academics. Yeah, that's helpful. That's good advice for me too. Mm-hmm. Just in general for every mom in mom life, have a little bit more fun. Mm-hmm. Don't worry so much about, I mean, obviously dishes and laundry need to get done. Yes, they do. Right. <laughs> but it doesn't need to look perfect all the time. That's just yes. not real life. Right. Uh, so kind of transitioning a little bit to just general mom life, unless you have anything more about homeschooling, I was thinking we could talk about, you know, just a few things you would have told your younger mom self. Yeah. I, I think really a lot of the things I said about homeschooling totally fit with just moms in general I mean it does go fast those days of all the little ones it's long gone now you know and it went fast and and um, every mom knows the gifts that her kids have and you know we, we know as moms to encourage those gifts so those that just applies to all moms um every mom knows how important it is to take care of herself because she can't give what she doesn't have. So I would just say, you know, we moms need to nourish ourselves mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, um, especially spiritually. I mean, because if we don't do that, then the whole thing is built on sand and it'll fall apart. So, um, yeah, I think the importance of uh, reaching out to other people, other other moms that are in the same position as you are and 
seeking advice from others. And especially if you're having something that's difficult to seek the advice of other moms, because we're all doing the same thing. We're all in the same boat. Um, date nights with your husband, really important. Probably should have done more of that over the years. Mm -hmm. um, hmm. Oh, for me, I mean, it, you can, you can spend so much of your time doing all the laundry and the dishes and, you know, all the stuff that has to be done. But I also think moms have to nourish themselves mentally. And by that, I just mean whatever brings you um, rest and, and recharges you. For me, a lot of that would be just like getting some time each day to have quiet reading. I love that. I love to read. Mm -hmm. And um, of course, some physical exercise and healthy eating. Those are all, you, you moms all know that. That's just important stuff to, to nourish yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's good. I feel like for me, the hardest thing is um, taking time away to do my own thing and then letting go of the guilt. <laughs> That's, yeah. that's hard. Does that ever go away? Or did you get better at dealing with that over the years? Uh, no, I don't think that ever goes away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's good to know. So yeah. we're all in good company here. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, I don't think worrying about your kids ever goes away either. <laughs> Sad to say, but yeah. once you're a mom, I think that's just always going to be there. You know, that we always can think of something to worry about, about somebody, one of our kids. <laughs> Mm-hmm. At least I know that, you know, I'm not alone in that. And I, th I already know that. But I think, you know, a mom who's been through it for almost, yeah, almost 40 years of parenting, it's just part of being a parent, part of being a mom. Yes. So that's, yeah, that's helpful to know. Any last little something yeah, you want to well, tell well, yeah, the listeners? Would just be don't compare yourself to others. <laughs> don't oh, compare yeah. your mothering to other mothering. Don't compare your kids to other people's kids or your family to other people's families or your house to other people's house. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> we, we have the kids that God gave us and, and um, we should just not not like be comparing to some imaginary perfect scenario that we think someone else has because they're probably thinking the same thing about us you know that yeah looking at us and thinking oh if only you know I was more like that so just you know be content with the blessings that God's given you and don't compare because comparing will really steal your joy mm -hmm. yeah, yeah that's and I really did, good advice yeah and I just want to encourage moms that we have the best job in the world. I, I truly believe that. And I, I, I wouldn't have wanted to do anything else, but be a mom to my kids. Like, I that's think it's 24 awesome. seven with my favorite people. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. And it's nice to hear you say that after so many years of being a mom. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I see it more now than ever. Mm -hmm. Just the blessing mm -hmm. of all those years with the kids. Absolutely. That's so good. Thank you, Sabrina. It was such a joy having you. Oh. And tell everybody where they can find you. Oh, Homeschooling Journey Podcast. All yep. one word. Available on Apple and uh, Spotify and all those different platforms. Mm -hmm. Yeah, go listen, everybody. It's really good. Lots more wisdom like this you'll find there and just really practical advice and just encouragement for yeah. And on Instagram moms. too. 
yes. homeschooling journey podcast. Yes. Yeah, I check will it out. Link everything. And yeah, everybody go listen. Great. Yeah, I'm thanks, really Sabrina. To this. Okay. Yes. Yes. We need to spread the word. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks, Sabrina. Thanks, Steph. Bye. Bye.